Hello and welcome to episode 26 of Stay at Homer, the podcast where two British men on uh, continuing coronavirus lockdown rewatch every episode of The Simpsons from the start. I'm Andrew Lowe. I'm Tim Tucker. Uh, and today we've got, we're up to season two, episode 13, um, which is called Homer versus Lisa and the Eighth Commandment. Another yeah. not very snappy title. <laughs> yeah. Before, but, uh, before we go into it, Andy, I yeah. should... Um, just update you on my coronavirus okay, um, yeah. update. Yeah, I haven't yeah. got it, or at least I don't think I have, because I'm now perfectly mm. all right. Okay. <laughs> um, so that cough that I developed in the last episode, um, and I was convinced might lead yeah. to something, has not led to anything. Okay, um, I'll just make a note of that. Good. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, you know, I don't know what the lesson is, but um, yeah. it's not the first time that I've been convinced I've got. The, the dreaded disease and it actually turned out I'm yeah. actually fine. Well, so, this is the uh, thing, isn't it? This is the cognitive bias. We just read about the misery. We don't hear about people who get a little bit of it and then just shake it off and move on. That's not very... Yeah. You don't see that as the first item on BBC News. So no. man, man feels a bit feels a bit weird, but he's all right today. <laughs> you just see 280 people have died. Yeah, but a bit of context today... It's, we're recording this on the 19th of May. It's going to go out on the 20th. So mm. things might change. Who knows what's yeah. going to happen when people are listening to this. But um, yeah. I notice at the moment, um, Tim, just looking at the news, um, <laughs> that <laughs> I notice that the law to introduce a new post-Brexit immigration system for the UK has been given initial approval by MPs. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, and um, <laughs> it's uh, obviously it sort of repeals the EU freedom of movement, doesn't it, and introduces a new framework. Mm. Um, about right. who can come to live in the UK and stuff like that. So that's interesting. <laughs> All interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't got the mental capacity to deal with yeah. any more news um, anymore. I'm, I'm sort of, um, I'm going to put my news brain on hold and okay, just, uh, just, yeah. <laughs> just take every step as it comes. But, uh, um, but also we've heard, just to just start give you a bit of non-coronavirus related news, but also um, we've also had our old friend, Mr. Trump has, uh, been in the news again he said that he's he's self-medicating isn't he with um is he? yeah with hydroxychloroquine which is apparently an anti-malarial drug and he announced that he was he's been taking right. that and one of the a journalist said to him what, what where's the evidence that that's effective <laughs> and he said the evidence is that i get a lot of positive calls about it he said as far as i'm working louis pasteur <laughs> was a little bit more rigorous with his findings or the, what his mates told him, uh, you know, yeah. about pasteurization and those kind of things. But um, also, if he's basing evidence on getting a lot of positive calls about things, mm. you, would it be unkind of me to suggest that a lot of people call him and suggest he try taking something like strychnine? Or <laughs> I think that might work. <laughs> I think maybe not unkind, because no, hopefully no. he's not quite that stupid. No. Although, you know, he did suggest drinking Dettol or something, didn't he? Not so long ago, so... I mean, always, um, in all seriousness, it would be just a, such a spectacular moment, wouldn't it, if he ended up, yeah. you know, taking some ill-advised drug treatment, dying. And um, you, But what's strange is, at this, at this moment in time, if that happened, and I looked at the news, I would just go, oh, yeah, OK. I wouldn't... Yeah. It wouldn't really throw me, you know, because <laughs> no. everything is weird at the moment, isn't it? It's, it's it, all weird. It's like yeah. the Truman Show, the Trump Show, isn't it? I, yeah, so feel like that actually. 
Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm not, um, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm not going this way, but even, you can totally understand why people are getting into conspiracies because it's so weird yeah. that you think yeah. it may as well be Bill Gates like trying to kill us with 5G mm. radioactive waste, or I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Well, let's believe that today. That, yeah. that may as well be the truth. <laughs> I also think that so I suspect that people are just bored and they just think, you know, they can't do anything, can they? So any any sort of um, de- the devil makes work to him for idle brains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I don't actually believe that. Can I put that caveat in here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Edit that out. Right. So uh, episode thirteen, season two. Great start in Mount Sinai, 12, yeah. 20 BC. Home of the thief meets Azran, the maker of graven images, and they're having a chat. And Zohar the adulterer. Zohar looks a bit like Shaka, I thought, as well. Yeah, I think that's that's intentional. There's a lot of sinning and fighting going on behind. Um, and and then yeah. Moses ruins it for everyone. I love that he um, he says in no particular order when he reads out <laughs> the uh, the Ten Commandments. It's just because the show the show is so is now in such a confident such a conf- level of confidence it knows that you are watching it, waiting for him to um, cut out all of these vices that you've just seen. But if you were to read them in yeah. the accepted order, it would take a while to get to number eight, isn't it? The eighth commandment it would take a while to get to no stealing. Yeah. So he, yeah. it's a lovely meta reference. Um, so he, he goes good. through all yeah. of the yeah commandments and says no, no, no graven image, no, no adultery, no, no thieving, and then we cut to the present day. This is all a brilliant mm. setup um, because Home of the Thief obviously is a is meant to be like Homer Simpson, and we and you know this is going to be an episode about mm. Homer stealing something, um, in a morally um, ambiguous way. So he, um, the first thing we see is Flanders chasing mm. off a salesperson, angry mm. Flanders. Yeah, there's a dodgy, a dodgy fella is sort of there saying, "I'll oh, give me fifty dollars and I'll hook you up to illegal cable TV." Now, before we start cable TV, um, I mean this is 1990. Mm. Is it 1990 or? Are we into 91 now? Uh, 91, February 91. So, yeah. So, yeah, cable TV. And this is still pre internet. And the idea that there's this kind of world out there, all these specialist interests and low low audience, this sort of balkanization of of, um, of (laughs) culture hasn't really happened yet, has it? So, so it's only in cable TV that you get it. It's funny, isn't it? So, it's sort of this amazing wonder world of, of, um, just rubbish and there's a bit of a sort of digital divide situation because only those with money can afford cable right? that's that's the implication yeah but now you know where we are now is pretty much any sort of niche interest um is uh, is available to to, to find an audience so I, but it didn't right ruin the episode for me did it you i i found um you know because you are right this there's something and not, I'm not sure if it's the words anachronistic. There's something out of date about this, but it doesn't. It, it, the, the episode works fine, doesn't it? No, not at all. It doesn't really. Mm. You know, no, I, it's just the whole idea of cable TV is it's just sort of now. It's just a strange thing. It's, yeah. Well, Homer Homer responds in a completely opposite way to Flanders and chases after the guy to get the, the cheap cable. Yep. He um, <laughs> there's there's a running theme here from the, the last episode because when he's sort of erring on it he hands him a uh, pamphlet saying so you've decided to steal cable <laughs> yeah with with some justifications like cable piracy is wrong but cable companies are faceless corporations so that makes it okay 
It's, yeah. I, I don't know who's published this pamphlet. It's a little bit irresponsible. There's, a, there's <laughs> another cool thing, exactly. And there's another cool thing about this episode, which is that presumably Fox was available on cable. So uh, yeah, yeah. So this whole this whole episode is really sort of right at the edge of what I imagine Fox would be comfortable dealing with as a topic. Yeah, I think. yeah. It sort of falls in on itself a little bit. Yeah, but, um, which is great. Which is great. It's classic Simpsons. Um, yes, I mean particularly for season two, episode thirteen of a show. Yeah, <laughs> you, to have the balls to the sort of front to do that. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, yeah, and of course it is a it is a moral ambiguity. This whole thing about stealing cable, but. Uh, but actually, it comes down as we'll see. What, what's what's brilliant as it starts is is Homer's, uh, you know, total embrace of this. He starts by binge watching it, and mm. we see a shopping channel um, featuring Poopsie the Clown. Yeah, <laughs> and we see um, which glows in the dark for some reason, and yeah. um, like a shit stand-up comedy show. Can I just right. say about that comedy show? His his <laughs> his line is, "Don't you hate it when you go to the bathroom and there's no toilet paper." <laughs> And Homer's in hysterics. <laughs> yeah, he loves it. Yeah, it's funny because it's true. He says, which has become part of the lexicon of modern modern day. It has. At yeah. least he, un- he understands the nature of that humour. That's yeah. something that you. <laughs> and because it really is yeah, funny. Yeah. No, just but at the time there were lots of those sort of landfill kind of stand-up comedy um, yeah. sort of shows and gigs were just a backdrop of brickwork and a yeah <laughs> you know and a sort of and a sort of. Um, an underground club yeah and so he, and so he's trying to convince the family he convinces the family shows a pamphlet again he keeps falling back on this pamphlet um, yeah I know he hands it to the to Mars, yeah saying it, yeah. it's only fair to pay for quality first run movies but movies on cable are rubbish so, you know and so it makes it okay again <laughs> which is, oh, it yeah. just doesn't follow does it yeah and they so they all as you say the plants they all sit around watching it and um, you see that incredible way of denoting time passing just a plant withering and the core growing and then withering it grows um mm. so the novelty sort of wears off for all of them apart from homer who just sticks out till the end where he's you see him watching some kind of corporate law court tv show or something that sounds like the driest <laughs> worst thing ever and then there's a great gag where he says there must think people will watch anything <laughs> he just has his moment of epiphany at that point yeah, but he basically kills himself off the sofa in the morning. But he, so we switch, at that point, he switches over and he, get, he, get, he gets the World Series of cockfighting, and then there's yeah. some rubbish films, and yeah, and he peels himself off the sofa, yeah. and then um, yeah, uh, they go to church next morning. Church, where the topic um, is all about um, sort of pushing buttons for what's going on. Mm. Uh, Homer doesn't actually pick up on it. I think he picks up on the word pizza. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He's distracted by the by the talk about <laughs> Pizza food. Pizza pie, yeah, yeah. But in in Sunday school, they're talking about hell, mm. which Bart loves. Bart um, loves it. He's saying he asks if there are pirates in hell, and you eventually get used to it. And um, Martin says, "How do we steer clear of this abode of the damned?" Mm. Which is great, Martin speak. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lisa's really worried because yeah, uh, she sees thou shall not steal. Um, and so this is the seed of, of Lisa's concern, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that the Sunday school teacher says, if you should actually see hell, you'd, you'd be so scared you'd die. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's, that is pretty scary, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, only, it's effective. Um, so it works on Lisa. Um, 
Then we, I mean, this is building up to Lisa being the sort of the one who's at the seed of doubt in the family. But when they get home, they turn on the TV uh, and we get our first glimpse oh, at Troy McClure. Wonderful, yeah. I can't believe they invented it. I think this is something that comes back regularly. <laughs> and where I think this is the first time we get Troy McClure telling you, he's obviously the great thing about Troy McClure is as a character. They don't need. They need to. They don't say anything. They classic show. Don't tell. They don't. Yeah. You don't see yeah. anything of him, but you immediately understand what he is, don't you? You immediately understand that he's a washed up, yeah. sort of aging actor who yeah. um, never really became was never really a star, but mm. uh, and all, only really appeared in sort of B movies. Or, yeah. Um, didn't never really got to the A list. And it, it must be a play on Doug McClure, who was a similar yeah. sort of um, yeah. actor, wasn't he? Yeah, and Sorry. yeah, and so that he 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 has this perennial sort of catchphrase saying, "You might remember me from such films as," and then the films are completely unmemorable. Cry humour, and here comes the Coast Guard. <laughs> today's episode, which clearly no one has ever would ever ever heard of by the sound of them. You know, that's the joke, isn't it? It's a, <laughs> Just... it's a wonderful yeah, it's a wonderful <laughs> Simpsons meme that um, that. Every time we see Tom McClure, he comes up with some of these classics. I, I won't try and preempt them because there's some brilliant ones coming up in future episodes. <laughs> well, no, I must say, I do like the sound of Here Comes the Coast Guard. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's something about the titles that makes it, you know, you know they're yeah. going to be shit. Yeah. Cry Humour just sounds, sounds like, well, Humour, presumably some sort of Native American, um, maybe a historical, <laughs> historical adventure movie, but yeah. Cry, the title Cry Humour doesn't. <laughs> give you hope that it's going to treat the subject with any sensitivity does it no um, and and he's always like so he's been roped in as a like you say mm. a sort of way down the list movie actor yeah. to talk about this time a, a type of candy that cleans and straightens your teeth <laughs> invented That's... by dr nick riviera yeah of course so uh homer homer's well into it he's, he's already sold um yeah but uh that's just a you know again this is brilliant simpsons thing of just having like gags in the in the in the gaps isn't it yeah there's, you know there's no need to have this humor at this stage but um yeah they could have them watching anything couldn't they really because the point yeah. of the scene is what happens next and they could have them all watching anything on cable tv yeah. um but this is like a gag within a gag it's it, yeah. and it's not throwaway it's as good as the rest of the show you know it's that's what yeah. makes it so incredible. exactly it's good to see Riviera back with there's yeah. no confusion it's just good science he says <laughs> Um, Lisa, meanwhile, in the background, slowly dreaming of the hell that they're going to go to because of this stealing. Uh, yeah, brilliant I mean, animation. I'm, fantastic the, vision, this awful vision of this kind of burning couch. Yeah, I love it. All yeah. sitting watching it. and um, But again, a great way of the way that getting into the ch- a child's mind of sort of catastrophizing just this this, little, this bit of this indiscretion of yeah. know, free cables. And we get the devil sitting on the sofa saying it won't cost you a thing except your soul and um, mm, particularly brilliant. quite a disturbing <laughs> vision for her. <laughs> it is. Um, and this becomes a meme now, well, a theme for Lisa because after that they go shopping and mm. Marge goes to eat a grape, <laughs> mm. which, um, which is a form of stealing. And we see, Jim, we see Jimbo in the background. As well, stealing things. There's still a bit of shoplifting. I think at some point in this section, Lisa asks, why is the world such a cesspool of corruption? Um, <laughs> which is nice. <laughs> That's a good um, Lisa question. Yeah. Homer, we, we cut to Homer in the showers at work with oh, Lenny yeah, and Carl, yeah. naked in the showers. Strange, strange place to put this scene. 
It is a little bit, yeah. No, yeah. hang on, we've skipped forward a bit, I think. Well, because... there's, a, there's a conversation at home where Lisa starts yes, talking to yes. Homer about the, um, you know, are we stealing this? Yeah. Um, I mean, that is crucial to the show because you need to see Lisa wrestling with this idea and then Homer tries to talk true. her out of it. And then Lisa yeah. says, well, I'm not, I'm not convinced. He says something like, you didn't personally pay for your clothes, did you? Or your and breakfast. Yeah. And she yeah. says it's spurious. He says, oh, thank you. But, um, and then we see... <laughs> We see home. We see the trail, which is absolutely crucial for uh, a boxing. I don't call him boxing. Oh, of course, it match, is. Yeah. The, which is called the bout to knock the other guy out, um, which just isn't quite as snappy as the rumble in the jungle. But. They've got um, Tatum in this. Tatum's the boxer. He shows up a few times yeah. in the Simpsons. He's the Mike Tyson figure. Yeah, Frederick Tatum. Yeah, mm. and he's got the same voice as. as he's got the same Mike sort Tyson. of quite slightly sort of campy kind of lispy sort of voice. Yeah, and. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you know, Homer kisses the insulated wire, and um, he's just in—he's absolute love wait. with his cable. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's fully sold now. If, if he wasn't already, this is the the clincher. Yeah, and then then we cut to yeah, Homer in the shower with Lenny and Carl. <laughs> I wonder what. <laughs> it's what a decontamination you... shower, isn't it? I assume that. <laughs> I assume that's some sort of. Um, well, I mean, I don't. I don't know how. The, how. Um, the veracity of the science, but I assume that in a nuclear power plant you would have to go through some sort of. One thing I really like about the power plant, we haven't mentioned it before, is the crow, this crow, calling crow whenever you see the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like this raven. It's a complete theme every time you see the power plant, pretty much. An establishing shot, you hear this yeah. ominous crow call noise. <laughs> To sort of, and it immediately just depicts it as the sort of the haven of evil, you know. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but so they're, they're talking about seeing the match. Well, listening to to the boxing yeah. match, but he's got his ace up his sleeve and say, "Hey, mm. we could do that, but we could watch it at my place." Mm. Um, meanwhile, he's being watched by yes, by Burns and Smithers, of course. Yeah. Well, we get two. They're, they're, they're really warm into this gag now because we get two moments in this episode, both yeah. of them very funny. Of Burns not recognizing Homer, yeah. but uh, this is the first one where he says, "Who's that?" And then Smithers says, "One of your drones sets some G." And Burns is really excited about going to an employee's house to watch it, even though Smithers reasonably suggests that he could afford to pay for it himself. Yeah, um, this is the great thing about the writers; they are always one step ahead of you. Yeah. Because <laughs> anyone watching this would think, well, "Why doesn't he just pay for it himself?" And then Smithers brings that up, yeah, and they turn it into a gag. And where, where Burns says he just wants to wash it with other men. <laughs> he has a wonderful vision of this sort of blue collar house that he's going to go to, which yeah. I have to read this out. Which is yeah. screen door rusting off its filthy hinges, mangy dog staggering about, looking vaguely for a place to die. <laughs> it's beautiful. He's got no, no idea. <laughs> It is um, lovely. And, he's and a little bit detached. They've built up this great, this thing that he's constantly watching his employees as well. The whole thing's funny. Yeah. And, th- and then we cut to, to Moe's, where, where yeah. Homer's going to also offer it out to anyone at Moe's. Moe's going to... Somebody asked, didn't you have a cable TV, Moe? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. It was either cable or the mechanical ball. <laughs> <laughs> Which you see in the corner with it all cobwebbed over here. <laughs> Made the wrong <laughs> There's choice. a brief... A brief fad for mechanical balls. Yeah. <laughs> Which you basically think, why don't you just get rid of it? Just, yeah. just sell it. <laughs> yeah. It's just still there. He, st- he sticks by his decision. 
Then we go to Quickie Mart. He's buying beer and things. A couple of signs here I enjoyed. Buy and buy again. There's a sign in the background. <laughs> and <laughs> and also, eat more often. Eat more often, yeah, my favourite, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Apu says he'll get Sanjo to come for him um, and he'll come over. Mm. Um, <laughs> there's another good sign, actually, for the church just after that where uh, it says, God, the original love connection. That's brilliant, why. yeah. yeah. And then, so it cuts to, to Lisa interrogating Reverend Lovejoy. Uh, the long-suffering Reverend Lovejoy is always getting asked the finer points of theology. Yeah, I love him because he's he um, he's a little bit weary of it all, really, isn't he? It's the sort he of thing about is, character. Yeah. Um, uh, he, he's always counselling Ned on finer points of the Bible that he's clearly not interested in. But here, it's a good it's a good conversation because she says that she can't. He says he, she can't have him arrested. <laughs> Is Homer because of the honour thy father and mother commandment. That's but right. He, he he gives her a really good alternative suggestion. Yeah, which she acts on. Yeah, which is like a sort of Gandhian sort of non-violent protest, isn't it? Yeah, just um, take a private yeah. stand by refusing yeah. to take part. You know, just a, a boycott, really, a kind of personal, yeah. which is... Um, it works. Quite yeah, progressive we'll yeah. as, a, as, a, as a form of protest, you know, a non-violent protest. Yeah, and that builds the plot nicely. We cut to, to Bart watching uh, what turns out to be porn. Yeah. <laughs> um, the fantastic Stardust Mammaries. <laughs> but again, in a, at a time when porn was quite difficult to get. Yeah. Or uh, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, and uh, cable TV, and I guess this is again pre-internet. Um, mm. Quite astonishing to think that there was a time when Pornography was quite an illicit, <laughs> difficult to access thing. I know, not that long ago, within our lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas now, you know, people of all ages just a Google away from the most, um, you know, depraved example of you know, <laughs> yeah. human degradation. Almost, <laughs> but yeah. then you had to really work at it. Absolutely. So Lisa comes in while Bart's uh, home is having a go at Bart about watching mm. porn, saying she's she's announcing she won't watch anymore. Um, there's a great Homer moment where he says, uh, what's wrong with Lisa? Why can't she be more like, well, not like Bart, but there's got to be a happy medium. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Well, that's a wonderful thing where he's, it's a weak argument, another weak <laughs> argument, perhaps influenced by this Ill, Ill, irresponsible pamphlet where mm. he says, look, if I, I can't afford cable, if I could afford it, then I'd pay for it, <laughs> which, which is such a weak argument. <laughs> That's not going to stand up in court, is it? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> so he puts yeah. his foot down wonderfully. Yeah, he puts his foot down and won't have it. He's literally in this case. Yes. Yeah, puts his yeah. foot on the floor because I think he thinks that has some sort of uh, profound effect on the argument. Yeah, it's a kind of it's a moment of, of patriarchy, isn't it? Yeah. So, we, uh, but Marge starts to side with Lisa here. She's mm. starting to think oh, actually this might be a bit of evil in the house. Um, but oh, we get the salesman back to sell him car radio. <laughs> a brilliant, oh, yeah. brilliant bit about him saying, "How did you get in here?" You know, well, it wasn't locked in any meaningful way. <laughs> yeah, he just walks in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then that makes Homer paranoid, and he starts to put locks on the windows and sets up yeah. all kinds of things, bars on the windows and locks. Bart's um, got his friends over to watch the porn. <laughs> yeah, must be at least eight years old to enter. Um, <laughs> And they watch broadcast nudes, uh, which Martin finds strangely compelling, he says. Gross, but strangely <laughs> compelling, he says. And Wendell again. Wendell's there looking sick. 
It's not not an ideal thing for Wendell to expose himself to, really, given his <laughs> constitution. That's right. I love. I mean, you know, talk about taking risks at this stage. You know, of yeah. media with a with a prime time cartoon. Kids have, watching porn. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it yeah. is pretty edgy, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Bart's loving it. He's got a sign up mm. saying "Rated X." But I think what works about the Bart scene is that. Bart's annoyed because he's not allowed to break the rules as he sees his dad doing. This is a crucial, yes. you know, nothing's extraneous in this episode. It's a crucial kind of plot point, really. Um, yeah, to expose shows, the flaws. Yeah, yeah, yes. and it shows yeah. how Bart's just in Bart's mind, he's just behaving like his dad, just sort of breaking the rules and then ducking and diving and making a bit of money. But um, so he's confused. He sort of sees his dad doing the same thing, but doesn't understand why he's being punished when he does it. Well, he has a great line, doesn't he? He says, I wish I was an adult so I could break the rules. Yes. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a fantastic line, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, it shows, shows the hypocrisy of Homer's mm. stance. So, yeah, all the, all the guys, t- I, lo- I love it when Burns turns up and Barney opens the door. <laughs> yeah, that's the second time where Burns fails to recognise. He just says, oh, hello, Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Barney's face. He just Barney's Clearly face. Clearly, he's not Homer, is he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is sort of alcohol-addled, sort of <laughs> sunken features. <laughs> so we, we can't do this in the podcast, but there's so many great. Um, but by now in the se- season, where they got the animation just right, there's so many great sight gags. I think. Um, yeah, oh, yeah space Often just make me chuckle just by by the look on his face. We get we get the warm up to the bout. Mm. Clearly, um, manufactured fight between the two fighters. And then and then Lisa tries to get in the way to form this non-violent protest. Mm. I like here um, that Mo turns up and they have to hide the branded Moe's mugs. The mugs from Moe's. More stolen of, things. Yeah. yeah, more stolen things. And then Burns turns up with a small packet of Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Homer, before Burns comes in, he has to hide stuff he's borrowed from, stole from work, which is more stealing. So again, nothing extraneous, everything, everything absolutely works. on theme. Yeah. On theme with Homer slowly but surely realising that this might be a, not a good a good trait for him to have. And, well, and another edgy thing: the police turning up and he thinks he's busted. Yeah. And they, they're up, <clears> they're up there to watch the fight as well. This they're is Lou, uh, Lou and Eddie, isn't it? We've seen yeah. them a few yeah. times. They 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 arrested Homer. They, they arrested Homer when he was trying to get home after the Fugu incident mm. and um, for speeding or something. They're sort of slightly corrupt cops, aren't they? That's, that's the, <laughs> and you wouldn't you would expect that. From Chief Wiggum being their their boss yeah. as well, yeah, not exactly a great role model for them. No, they're, they're at best incompetent, the police and Simpsons, but at worst, what, yeah, corrupt. One of my favourite moments here is where Burns is about to sit on the sofa, and <laughs> Lenny just screams and then just <laughs> runs, runs away, and Smithers <laughs> puts a little napkin down for Burns to sit on. Which is yeah. There's often um, there's often that scream whenever Homer sees Burns in an unexpected yeah. situation. He screams. <laughs> it's a great yeah. response. Outside, Marge, Maggie. It's basically all the women in the Simpsons family. Marge, Maggie, yeah. and Lisa are, are in their non-violent protest. And a lovely line here because Lisa's talking to Marge and doesn't understand and 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 uh, losing respect for Homer <clears throat> and. Um, Marge says, when you love someone, you have to have faith that in the end they'll do the right thing, which is a great mm. theme, a really good bit of advice for your, you know, if your child is struggling with something and acknowledging that people make mistakes, basically, you know, just saying that people aren't perfect. You yeah. can't just bin them, bin them because they've done something you don't approve of. You, you have to 
you have to have faith in them and, and support them and hope they do in, eventually see the error of their ways, which is what happens. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, meanwhile, during the, the show, they start mentioning that Tatum sort of honed his skills <laughs> in prison, mm. <laughs> in Springfield Prison, yeah. um, where I think was it aggravated assault he was put in for? Manslaughter as well, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, <laughs> it's so tiresome, isn't it? Um, yeah. And then uh, Homer starts imagining that he's going to get sent to prison for Stephen Cole. Yeah. I think finally that, this moral message is sort of getting through to him. The penny drops, yeah. Uh, and again, we have a nice nice animation of him feeling in prison and then grasping the bars of his window and looking out to the, to the women. So he yes. actually misses the fight. He, uh, he goes out there and um, yeah. takes Spark with him. Um, Which I think is important because it shows that he, he doesn't just finish the fight and then goes out. That's, that'll be too on the nose. It's, it's yeah. important that he's had this epiphany and he yeah. goes out and decides to um, to after the, after they finish watching the fight, he's going to cut the cable and and yeah. he accepts that he's done. It's it's wrong. Um, he so, says, I, "I hate to interrupt you, judging me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I want you to know that I'm uh, I made a couple of important decisions. A brilliant yeah. ending, actually. So and Bart says, "Ready back to the fight?" <laughs> and we go, "Get back here." <laughs> Bart's not really buying it, yeah. but yeah, yeah, a wonderful ending, and <clears throat> that he he um, he cuts the cable not before cutting the power to the rest of the street. A wonderful mm. little bit yeah, of homer incompetence. Yeah. Just even that moment, they just go, "Let's just have one more gag." Yeah, you know, it's right it's four five seconds before the end of the show. They go, "Let's just squeeze one more gag in there," yeah. and. It's a ten out of ten, Tim. Like just it is, definitely, yeah. objectively, Every, this episode. Like, if anyone disagrees, this is a ten out of ten. They're just wrong. They're wrong, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it is one of the greatest Simpsons episodes. Um, definitely one of the top five ever. Because it's so it's so well. Um, it's, the theme of it is is universal. The idea that you can make mistakes, um, mm. you can learn the error of your ways, make amends. Nobody's perfect, mm. um, and. You, you sort of you're kind of you can be led by your desires a little bit too much by your visceral desires and part of the human condition that's the problem and yeah and um it's all about parenting and you know how you can how you you gain your children your children's respect and how you have to show them um mm. you, it's no good just preaching how to behave you have to show them yourself you have to become yeah. a role model and they get their values from that they, they absorb everything they don't just kind of listen to what you say a lot of people yeah. try to hector their kids into being behaving well, don't they? Or, or threaten them, or yeah. you know, bribe them. But this is kind of saying this episode that it's about how you behave. It's what you do, not what you say. That's and right. um, yeah. it's uh, it, it's just again, it shows what a, what a terrific rounded character Homer is, and what how essentially he's a good person. It's not mm. the thing that makes him do what do the right thing is. All of those things I've just talked about, not just some generic religious threat, you know, some generic religious warning or decree. Mm. He, he realizes that it just is morally the right thing to do, not not because he's worried about going to hell or whatever. He just sort of thinks, well, all these things put together, this is wrong, um, and um, I need to, you know, do an about turn. Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm totally with you, Andy. I, I'm giving it a ten out of ten as well. There's there's no way you cannot. It's and with all that you've said, it also packs so many good gags in there. Um, yeah. For every it's, second, there's a great gag. Every character is so well drawn now that they can make gags out of the smallest things um, and they work. 
it's miraculous that they can mm. squeeze so much, such a universal lesson into 20 odd minutes of TV and entertain you mm. um, so much while they do it. Yeah. It's, it's so what makes the Simpsons much, great. Yeah, it's miraculous. It's the fact that they can, there are so many ways I could have done this and it would be still be good. Um, but th- there's no opportunity missed to mm. entertain you with something was big and small, you know, just all across the scale. It's uh, it's just top drawer, isn't it? Top drawer, and, and I'm so glad that it was the episode that we first see Troy McClure because he's he's one of my all time favourite. Um, yeah, sort of uh, second tier of characters in The Simpsons. Um, Absolutely, yeah. It was we didn't say at the top, but it was written by a one time writer, Steve Papoon, who never mm. ever wrote again for The Simpsons after this one. Um, yeah, don't strange. Know much about him, but it's interesting. Because it does have the flavour of The Simpsons a lot. It doesn't doesn't yeah. feel like it's somebody who's just dropped in to write it. I don't know if you've ever seen um, a decent sort of book, a biography of The Simpsons or the show. I'd love to read that. I've never really seen that anywhere. I'd love to see that, um, yeah. Or, any, um, anyone got any suggestions? Yeah, get in do touch. tell us. Um, yeah. And also a documentary. I've never really seen anything like mm. a, a decent... You would think there'd be loads of them, but I couldn't find anything. You know, just the idea that you would tell a really intelligent history of the show and how it all came to be. And you'd have Matt Groening talking, you'd have Sam Simon. Yeah. It just doesn't really happen. I haven't really seen it anywhere. No. And it's weird. again, I'd really like to see that. So and um, yeah. in a crashing segue, Tim, this is a long yeah. episode, but it's yeah. a bit warrants it. The, the, the episode we're talking about, yeah. um, we found an email from, um, uh, get in touch with the show at stay at home, pod yeah. at gmail.com, Twitter at stay at home, pod. And um, Mike Sherratt, <laughs> Mike Sherratt has sent us an email. Oh, great. And it's a wonderfully nerdy point, actually. And it really made me <laughs> think, yes. Because when I saw an, e- or an email, I was thinking, okay, what's this going to be? Yeah. And Mike says, what's amazing about the show is that um, he basically says the family all pile in in the pre-credit and credit sequence at the beginning. And um, he, they all, they're all coming from their different, like, different directions. Mm. They rush into the sitting room, sit on the TV... But who's, who's turned on the TV? Which is a brilliantly nerdy point. <laughs> He's absolutely got a point, hasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> How come the TV's already on when they come in? Maybe, yeah, maybe it's always on. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah that's good. I'll, so more more um, <laughs> incredibly geeky observations, please. Yeah, more Send of them that. in. <laughs> Anything you like. <laughs> but um, yeah, a total a, a pleasure from... The first mm. second to the last this episode, I think. Absolutely brilliant. We're well into Golden Age Simpsons now, so... Um, it's Imperial phase, isn't it? We're yeah. in the Imperial phase. Um, I think this carries on for a good two, mm. three seasons now. Yeah, easily. And let's hope, let's hope the lockdown continues, Tim, so we can just keep going. and Keep watching. Well, we'll do so yeah. anyway, but yeah, it's quite nice doing it in a time where there's not much else constructive you could be doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually find this a great joy. Um and it's yeah, great so right, to, yeah. to go through them together and uh, laugh together at these. So do let us know what your thoughts are. Tell us what you found funny, maybe things we missed. Um, Twitter at stayathomeapod or stayathomeapod at gmail.com. Um, until next time, we'll see you soon. Stay well. See you, see you next time.